0: They have yeah. returned, baby. They have returned. Jeff, Darren, the Gear Brothers are back on the channel. How are you guys doing?
1: Fantastic. We're doing great, Samurai. <laughs> you, you have the best intros of uh anyone on YouTube. I gotta say, man. You you, oh, you really well, thank you. deliver. I every I, I I'm laughing every time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank I you. I intros. appreciate that. I appreciate that. What is going on, everybody watching right now? The movie Dojo Army and some new badasses. Thanks for thanks again for chiming in. And it has returned. That's right. One of the one of the classic series that we had on our channel. That's right. Isn't really that bad. Has returned to the channel. Had to do it. Had to bring it back, but I couldn't do it without the motherfucking Gear Brothers. That's right. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Right, That's right. This Writers, is like a this filmmakers is like a dream, of a, what's up?
1: This is like a dream come true with uh, doing doing uh, uh, ten to midnight, Bronson. Uh, this, this is this is this is awesome.
0: Well, you guys suggested it. You know, we had a good discussion offline. We were talking about movies. You know, we were like, oh, we gotta we gotta talk about ten to midnight. You know, is it really that bad? And we will answer that question: Is it really that bad at the very end uh, of of the episode? Uh, but yeah, the the last is it really that bad episode was. In November of last year. <laughs> oh, wow. And uh, me and Radical Reggie talked about surviving the game. Uh, and that's <laughs> a, a, a a fun flick. We enjoyed that one. Is that sure. the,
1: That's the iced tea joint, right? Yeah. Rudger yeah, Hauer.
0: Rudger yeah, Hauer, yeah. baby. Oh, yeah. 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 Surviving the game is a lot of fun. We had a fun. It is a lot, a lot of fun. fun. Uh, but yeah, let's do the roll call who we got here in the house. Salvatore, what's going on? Jake Hall, the Sexy Sumo heather everybody's saying what's going on to the gear brothers oh shit we got pat in the house all right there we go that's what i'm talking about uh but yeah it's cool to have the the filmmakers slash writers of the upcoming badassity that is the retaliator son uh it's good to have you guys back in here and i was telling jeff earlier i'm digging the beard son Thanks, rocky man. four style is that where we're going
2: More Russell Crowe.
0: Russell Crowe, okay. But
2: now Russell Current day Russell Crowe. Current
0: day Russell Crowe. Unhinged unhinged Russell Crowe. Unhinged? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys like that movie?
2: You know, I had higher expectations for it because the trailer had me
1: super in. I I was like,
2: yes, we we were talking about how much we love Russell Crowe's current look. I mean, I actually yeah. like. I,
1: I, I love. Yeah, I love that he was leaning. Le- <laughs> <This is all laughs> That's time. a good way to put it. Yeah, he was. He was, Bob, yeah, you know? he was. Yeah, he was. He was a Bob
0: samurai girl. girth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was leaning into that weight, which was nice. Uh it, it, I, I loved when the trailers came out. It looks so genre. It looks yeah. so just balls out. um you know, exploitation I, style. I was so surprised. I was like, wow. So yeah, we were, we were psyched on it. I think they, I think they missed. I, I just, uh, I need to watch it again. I only saw it once, but it was, yeah. uh, I, there, there was something, you know, it it, might, something might was might off. you know what, you know
2: what it might've been is, is hmm. that they gave him motivation.
0: Okay. Right
1: yeah.
2: Right at the top. And it was disturbing. It was a good scene in in a way because of how effective it was as being like horrific, but I don't know. I felt like it would have been scarier to, to have this guy come, kind of come out of nowhere and he's totally unhinged, you know, mm. and uh, never explain his motivation. Or maybe maybe give little hints here and there, but you, you never get like a full flashback or something.
1: Yeah, we've talked about it before. Hitch uh, The Hitcher, uh, speaking of Rudger Hauer, uh, of surviving the game fame, um, you know, his performance in The Hitcher is just – one of uh one of my absolute all-time favorites it's a top 10 movie for me um and there is something so great about it, it we talked about duel before duel, too sam right. right you know there's something about the mystery of who is this um that's what's kind of fun about those stalker uh kind of movies is the who, what's motivating them what's what's their story and yeah. mm-hmm. You know, with the hitcher, you get these little little drips. Dual, obviously, you get nothing. Right, uh, but it kind of makes it feel more—I don't know—claustrophobic and a little scarier to think of. In the case of Unhinged, being in that woman's uh, headspace. So yeah, when you know his story, I don't know, yeah. kind of. I don't fear know of the unknown. Yeah, I don't know if that was I it or not. The, I gotta watch it again. I, I think, think.
0: I think what know. it was. I think what it was. I. You know. I. Didn't have high expectations, so I watched it here at the house for free, and, and I, I thought <laughs> I, mean, I thought you worked, it was entertaining. You
1: like us, like uh, yeah. thinking it was going to be the best.
0: <laughs> but I thought it was fun for what it was, you know. Yeah, it was fun seeing Russell Crowe, right? Yeah. But I I, I think I me mean, me and Lady Fablood enjoyed Unhinged, but I think what I said to her was, um, I wish the beginning wasn't there, mm. because the very beginning of the movie they already show that he's a fucking maniac. Like they, yes. they already show him kill his like he killed his like wife and family he, yeah like, right. put that's... a house on fire yeah uh, exactly. they, uh, just take that out and just let the movie start with the mom taking her kids yes. to school or whatever that's, then that's it that's it right You're but that, other than that it was solid I mean the Hitcher that's another level you know that's another yeah. level. the original that's another level man that's another level. uh but yeah let's go ahead and talk about some ten to midnight here uh let's see here I got some I got some. Uh, some video clips too, just for fun. And this this is going to be spoiler talk, everybody, because this movie's old, <laughs> nineteen eighty three. So fuck it. You can't doing... spoil Ten to Midnight. Yeah. Uh, you
1: can't. <laughs> you 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 have to experience it by watching. Yeah. We can tell you the whole thing. It doesn't. It won't. Yeah, die. yeah,
0: yeah. Still watch it, uh, you know, and uh, decide for yourself. But what's interesting before we jump into it here, um, it's 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 interesting because the very next year. I don't know if 10 to, to Midnight inspired half of this movie or is just a coincidence. Most likely it's just a coincidence. But have you guys seen Fear City? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, Tom Berenger. Yeah, Billy yeah, D. yep.
0: This is a good movie. It Definitely is. Definitely a good movie. I just recently seen this, like a, I think maybe a couple of years ago. Um, but I wonder, because you have a guy in here who has a martial arts background, going after and he's serial killing ladies yeah so i wonder if 10 to midnight because our guy doesn't use martial arts per se in 10 to midnight like fear city does he's straight martial arts serial killer Right. right right uh he doesn't do that but he says he trains in karate he's got posters all over the place in his apartment that's true you know ninja yeah. poster bruce lee poster there's a karate there's, a, there's they show him in a gi i believe <laughs> yeah um, so i i don't know if that i just wanted to throw that out anybody watching uh was it was it just a coincidence that the very next year fear city came out and i want i wonder if it's just a coincidence or it kind of inspired like hey let's take this concept but let's go full martial arts serial killer you know well and without
1: and without giving it away the details i think one of the real uh one of the things that makes 10 to midnight really stand out is the the kit the villain the killer is just very unique uh yeah. in, in, in in a few ways yeah. um and it's hard to get him out of your head you know he really is i mean you know up up there I, I think a pre i think kind of a predecessor to like a buffalo bill you know mm. uh, as far as just creep out factor he, he he's he it's a pretty pretty, pretty it's effective the, performance
0: yeah the i agree with you the actor did such a good job that i'm instantly annoyed i'm instantly annoyed <laughs> creeped out yeah and i want him to die yes <laughs> like oh no
1: that's what's great is you want hit bronson to kill him so bad at the end we'll get to that but yeah
0: yeah so uh this film was directed by jay lee thompson who did a lot of movies with uh charles bronson uh, including two of my favorites uh besides this one murphy's law and death wish 4 Yep, uh, you Cracked know, down, he's done a lot. Yeah. he yeah. does a lot of movies with with old Charlie here, so they also have a Kenjite. great pretty good relationship.
2: Honorary mention of Kenjite, Kenji uh,
0: Oh, State. yes. Kenji yeah.
1: which is Jay Lee Tom- Yeah, Jay Lee Thompson is uh, you know, Gear Brothers are are we are suckers for uh grimy, you know, 70s uh and 80s crime thriller uh stuff um J. Lee Thompson's one of those, one of our guys, like we just, we're constantly digging through his stuff, but yeah, his, his,
2: it's, it's actually kind of sad because, you know, if you read interviews with him, like later in life before he died, it's like when he retells his career, like kind of retrospectively, it's almost like he's giving a cautionary tale and he's kind of, you know. You know, I, some movies were good, some were bad, but I didn't approach it the right way, and because I was so anxious, I might get kicked out of Hollywood. Because critics butchered
1: enough. his films, oh,
2: big time. I, well, for yeah. this one specifically, Siskel, uh, Ebert gave it zero out of four stars. <laughs> it was just, I mean, he just yeah. thought it was the worst pile of junk. Yes. yeah, I, I, it, yeah, but yeah. I have a, a I have uh, yeah, a theory. I have a theory. Okay. Yeah.
0: The theory is, excuse me. I have a theory. Uh, you know, I'm not saying all the critics were pussies in the '80s, but the critics were pussies in the '80s. Uh, my theory is, my theory is, they just they don't know how to handle violence or a a very a very um what what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like everything else in the film is legit. Everything else in this movie is a legitimate cop thriller. Serial killer with a little bit of slasher yeah, right. elements oh, yeah. in there. Thriller. Yeah. Like, like good yeah. acting. Yeah. Yes. Good, great directing. Everything yeah. is legit. Yeah. But all critics are looking at, instead of the whole picture, all the critics are looking at is oh, we got a crazy naked guy uh, killing naked women. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's it. And yeah. they can't we're, handle we're it. <laughs> They, well, they, I, I, they, they, they can't handle it. Oh, it's, it's B-movie schlock territory now, so we have to destroy everything else that the, the movie the nails. Thing,
1: the thing I would say, too, about critics, uh, definite, definitely in the 80s, and Jeff and I constantly uh, um, have tripped out on this and shared clips with each other and shared reviews with each other, it still goes on today, too. I mean, I think it's, yeah, a, oh yeah. it's still bad today. But in the 80s, what what they were doing, everything was so moralized. Uh, and that was what was so crazy was, uh, it was speaking of The Hitcher. Um, uh, I think I mentioned this to you off air last time we were talking. That was on Siskel and Ebert's top 10 worst films of 1986. The Hitcher. I mean, the Hitcher. That This is the year where... Leonard Part Six. If anybody's seen that, was in, the, was in the top ten, and that's a movie deserved of a of a top ten worst because it's, wow. it's, it's actually entertainingly horribly great. But um, you know, it's there. What what seemed to be very prevalent was this idea of. Well, if there's no message in the movie, then the movie's not worth anything, and especially if you have violence. So if you had violence in the movie, oh, and I don't see what the Mm -hmm. message is, they ravaged it. And what's funny is we even found a review of Reservoir Dogs, um, and I think it was Ebert that said, uh, uh, yeah, you know, the dialogue was well-written, but just, yeah, there was no meaning to anything. There was no... I mean, just not getting the point. Like they just weren't understanding. Like that's not what you watch genre films for. And and
2: worse yet, if it doesn't have that message being you know thrown at you, the, the accusation will then turn to, "Well, it's a nihilistic film." And right. Like, well, no, no, no. It's not nihilistic either. I'm not saying the character there are no, maybe. There are, yeah, maybe the character. Yeah. Well,
0: but, but, but well, not but, yeah, everything. They, not everything needs a message per se. Right. <laughs> right. You know right. what I mean? And like the these are our exactly characters. This is their yeah. story. It could end badly. It could end good. Here you go. You know it, what I mean? So
2: absolutely. And I, I got to read you guys this quote from the now when this movie came out in '83. The New York Times gave a review of this film and it's the greatest line I've ever read. <laughs> oh, I gotta get it. Anyway, I it can't says, wait. this is the beginning of the review, and I'm only gonna read the first sentence. If Ten to Midnight is not among the worst of its kind, then it is because its kind is among the worst of any kind. Wow. That is that is kind of Whoa. the best. I mean, if we if I got that review, I'd be kind of stoked a little bit.
1: Wow, <laughs> but see, but bringing us all the way back to Jay Lee, good old Jay Lee Thompson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He unfortunately, it seems like he absorbed all of that and took yeah. it to heart. Unfortunately, not really, at least publicly, not seeming to be aware of his unbelievable genre legacy. Because you go, I mean, he did "Happy Birthday to Me." I mean, he was doing. When you, when you go back to, this is the guy that did Cape Fear, the original Cape Fear, mm-hmm. which, uh, I mean, talk about, um, you know, a, a proto, yeah, with Gregory Peck and Mitchell, you know, that's a mm-hmm. a, 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 a total proto, uh, you know, what would come later. Thr- I mean, it set the table for thrillers in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Obviously, one of the people that set the table, besides like a Hitchcock or whatever, But uh, when you go all the way from that kind of lineage, he did two of the Planet of the Apes up to, uh, you know, a a phenomenal run of Bronson films, slasher films. In Ten to Midnight, you you said it, Samurai, it's got a, for slasher fans, like, the kills feel like you're in a slasher film. Oh,
2: yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. a, a, little, a little fun fact about um, Jay Lee Thompson. I want to see if you guys can guess this. Um, what year do you think his Hollywood career began? Like, when when did he get his first credit? Do you think it was a writing credit? Was it the fifties? Samurai, you got a you got a guess on this one? Forty 37. Thirty. Forties. This is oh, a guy 40s, who got a writing Samurai. credit Damn. in thirty seven at the <laughs> wow. age of oh twenty. My God. And. You go all the way to the '80s with Bronson. <laughs> and he's making Kung Fu as his last film. I mean, this guy has got the most epic oh,
0: directing career. Awesome. Awesome. career. Awesome, awesome, awesome! And this, and, and I'm don't make me forget. But I want to segue something about what people usually say about canon films, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about that towards the end. So hopefully, I don't yeah. forget. Cool, so, cool. Yeah, uh, cool. but no, no, you guys have nailed it. And I'll, I'll before we start talking about the film. One more uh Cisco niebert thing they would randomly back then choose a random martial arts movie or samurai flick of obviously they don't know anything about the genre, and they would just random just choose random yeah. and they would call it their dog of the week <laughs> and they would completely destroy it right and here's here's the crazy and the, the everybody in chat might get angry everybody in chat might get angry when they hear this. But uh, have you guys seen the Lone Wolf and Cub movies?
1: No. Okay. No.
0: These are some of the greatest samurai action series of all time. It's only it's six movies, right? And, I mean, we're talking blood spray, like hoses, you know, back <laughs> oh. in the old days, like the, good, the cool shit, right? Good stuff, yeah. And uh, they destroyed those movies. Bec- and there's the dog, dog of the Week, Lone Wolf and Cub film, Kelp films. <laughs> Uh, because um, because the blood doesn't realistically sh- shoot out like that, like hoses. So, dog of the week. Yeah. Instead of like paying attention to what the story is, the fire choreography, the action sequences, right. they just yeah. completely dismissed it, which is kind of ironic because right around the time Kill Bill came out, it's phenomenal. Right, right, yeah. Kind of funny, isn't that kind of funny? Right. right. They changed their tune. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Either it's... they finally got smart by then, or they finally started to understand the genre by then. Well, Tarantino or they're like, "Hey, know. everybody likes Kill Bill, so we got to jump yeah. on the bandwagon." I think it was a bandwagon. I, I mean, that's I it's why we
2: Tarantino were... thing, right? Like him legitimizing,
1: but but they
2: grindhouse films to the you know to the mm. elite, you know the highfalutin moviegoers, like it, okay.
1: It... You know Quentin Tarantino's doing it. Yeah, we can't, tar- we
2: can't bag on him too much or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. T- t- tar- uh, Tarantino definitely did, but what the reason I bring up the the uh, the Reservoir Dogs uh, is that you know they didn't get it um, right, the, and it's like I would have had respect looking back and seeing them see Reservoir Dogs the first time and go, whoa. Okay, hey, I'm not really into violence or not typically into um you know uh, uh, you, you know this kind of a thriller or this kind of a, but hey, I really did they you watched that review, they didn't get it. So I really think by the time Kill Bill came out, I think the sort of establishment kind of knew at that point, well, I guess we've got to deal with Tarantino and and because he was so. One of the things I loved about what Tarantino always did was he was just so unapologetic about the violence, and mm-hmm. all he ever did was ramp it up. You know, obviously, you know Jackie Brown being a little bit of a little bit of a, of right. a, a okay. detour, but um,
2: I will shut your butt down, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I'm not your monkey, okay? No, I love Tarantino.
0: Yeah, right? yeah, he's. I'm, I'm gonna. A, I'm gonna bit, I just bitch slapped him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he talks shit. I just bitch slapped him. It's the best. Uh, it's just the best. best. So, so if, if we're if we're still going, if we're still with canon, and how Roger uh, and Ebert um, uh, and Siskel basically uh, reviewed movies back then, then I guess the original version of Reservoir Dogs, Reservoir Dogs, in a way, was a remake of a Hong Kong film called City on Fire, which I in fact. Right. So they would probably randomly pick City on Fire as their dog of the week. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just gra- it's, it's it's just violence. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's go and jump into this. So yeah, so we got great cast here. Uh we got the legend himself, Charles Brunson, yes. Smith and Wesson, rah-rah. Yes. Man. We got uh Gene Davis, that's right, as Warren, Andrew Stevens as Paul McCann, Lisa Elliebacher as Laurie. She's uh, great. Kessler, she's and I, you know, she's in Beverly Hills Cop and stuff, but I remember her the most from Leviathan.
1: Ah, oh. Yeah, yeah, she was
0: in that. Oh. Jeffrey Lewis, Wilford Brimley yeah, uh, doing a great job.
2: Diabetes. You can't forget diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> you know, like oh, with a big old stash. Yeah. yeah. Diabetes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His hair is all fucking messy the whole movie. <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? Don't like, <laughs> forget that balding. Just, Wilford, oh, Wilford just doesn't give a fuck, huh? He just no, shows up. A, you like, know, I was
1: I, when I was thinking about him being in this movie, I went, good old fucking Wilford, dude. You know, it's like, he had that, grandpa image but he did the thing he did yeah. 10 to midnight like he he gave it up for genre films i totally mean that's did. pretty cool
0: hard target yeah. That's right. yeah he was great in hard target <laughs> genre legend. Uh, yeah but yeah let's go ahead and jump into this so plot synopsis they have here an lapd detective and his rookie partner are on the trail of a psychopathic young man who was murdering young women yes and right right in the beginning I love how the movie pretty much establishes our hero with this one line. I'm a mean, selfish
3: son of a bitch. I know you want a story, but I want to kill her. And what I want comes first.
2: Yes. (laughs) I'm so glad you showed that because that's what I was thinking when I was Uh, watching it again. I was like, Oh my God, that is him. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They they give it
2: all up at the top right there. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. And, and, and right off the bat, uh and then the intro to our villain i'm just like already like dude what the fuck is wrong with this guy man it just gets it just gets worse and worse throughout the film like first you're just annoyed by his presence yes and then you're like okay this is getting out of control this guy's fucking insane you know what is going on especially when you have him harassing these girls in the theater here hot buttered popcorn
3: would you mind sitting somewhere else
0: no indeed Rather sit here.
3: Popcorn. Now look what you've done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> look what you've done. Don't go away mad now. Look what you. Oh, I just And then know. right, right after that, he just gets up and leaves them. Goes into the bathroom you know yeah. gets gets his, well, they, his 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 hidden killer gear gets his gloves and yeah. he just leaves out the window of the theater and then finds this poor couple uh having some fun having some fun time uh in the yeah. van and he just take just, just just straight up destroys both of them but he has to be naked when he yeah. does it he has to be naked when he does it Yeah. So, which i think is extra frightening <laughs> If oh, you just yeah. have a naked oh, yeah. guy running at you with a knife, oh my god! <laughs> like in the, in the,
2: like it's just a naked dude, and they do f- like full frontal male nudity too, which I was kind of surprised by. I was like, oh yeah. well, shit! Well, that really give a
1: fuck. And that scene, the very first one when he's chasing him in the woods, I mean, it's got like a Friday the Thirteenth kind of vibe, like yeah. a very slasher. And then yeah, the fact that it's it's a naked guy, uh, yeah. just it's also with that performance, that weird. Uh, uh oh thank you bianca uh it, um th- th- that weird affect to his voice you know uh it's just mm-hmm. really uh, yeah it's really really strange w- one thing that i love about um
0: one Cheval, thing that I love- what's going on <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. Representing yeah. Yes. that's right yeah, yeah come on. um uh,
1: the um I, what I like about that whole setup in the theater, it's very Columbo. I don't know if you're a Columbo fan. I'm a huge, huge uh, Columbo fan where they show you the, the the killer. You get to see their them set up their alibi in the beginning. It's very yeah, much yeah. like a Columbo episode. He annoys the girls in the theater they so, move, so, so that, that they, they move, move yeah. so that they remember him. Then he sneaks out. It's a good good alibi. It's a nice setup.
0: Yeah. 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 And then right after he does his killing, slasher style, uh, he just whoop! I'm gonna go right back to the theater. <laughs> he just went right back to the theater, flushed yeah. the evidence down the toilet, yeah. and uh, went back
2: to the movies. It's like, and dude. I love how they, I love how one girl's like totally annoyed, but the other one's like totally into him. Yeah, like you know, it's like, you know one's I'm like, like oh, disgusting. The other one's like, ah, oh,
0: let's, let's, let's party. <laughs> even even later when they get questioned and he's like yeah. getting interrogated, she's just still kind of like, hey, looking out yeah. him through yeah. the window. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff. What an awesome choice!
2: I oh, love yeah. how they had the two friends uh, taking.
0: I guess she awesome was too frumpy, on. frumpy for him. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, dude, she's fine, bro. Fuck <laughs> yeah. the Come other on. one. Leave her, you know, take her out, but you know. She was he too couldn't crumpy, take Women who
2: wanted him. That was the part. Ah, top, right? Yeah. Like, if they wanted him, he was like, No, no, no. Yeah. I, I need, I need mm. to, you know, harass the women that don't want me.
0: Yeah. And, like, and, like, and they give you little, little quick, uh, almost fight club esque <laughs> little shots footage of, uh, him just, just striking out with women, man. It's just yeah. not working. Yeah. 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 Like, it's just not working. Um, uh, but yeah, let's keep on rocking and rolling here for sure. Having having a blast. But yeah, this guy, uh he, he he's the MVP, this actor uh, Oh, of also, the film.
2: Sorry, sorry, uh fat oh, no, don't worry. Uh there was a great <laughs> did you guys catch like <clears throat> trying to be very clever also, like with the girl at the uh ticket stand, like getting his movie ticket? And he had some like line where he was like, nothing chanced, nothing gained. And like, before he walks in, did you guys catch that? Yeah, I don't that? remember okay. that moment. He had no. a couple of weird, like, moments yeah. where he's going to be very clever. And like, you're just like, Ugh. It just you comes know? off as creepy. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Stop talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh. Oh, don't do
2: anything here. I couldn't do better. <laughs> yeah. <they're> like, <laughs> well, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do
0: you go, why don't you go fuck your girlfriend or whatever? And like, this guy <laughs> is just horrible, man. Uh So Kessler and his new partner. They're on the investigation uh, trail, and uh, again, some great dialogue here. But you know, only only Bronson could deliver dialogue like this.
3: There's no evidence of forcible entry.
0: I could have told you
3: that, you know. On the basis of what? Well, if anybody does something like this, his knife has got to be his penis. <laughs>
2: I love that line. Nobody, oh, nobody.
1: who who Life has gotta be as beat <laughs> who else could deliver that line? I mean, that's just what's so fucking singular about Bronson. It's like, how do you Nobody can deliver it's that.
2: It's almost, like, it's, almost like a, it's almost like a Christopher Walken-ness to it where like, <laughs> I don't know what it like is. he emphasizes odd
1: syllables. Yeah, sometimes he does. He stuff, does, does emphasize <laughs> odd syllables. He does. I love that. Guy. Oh, he's
0: the best. Oh, but he has got I think he's on to something there though. I think yeah. he's definitely on to something there. Yeah. Uh, is, but yeah but yeah and then you know then it's kind of sad because he he realizes like oh shit you know my my daughter was friends with this girl and then we have the sequence where he, you know he has to go visit the parents and give them the bad news and and uh there's there's emotional content also in. There. don't let your feelings become involved
3: jesus can't you drive any faster <laughs> that's
0: that damn Bronson,
1: I, that's you speed Bronson, it up? Yeah, that's Bronson having an emotional breakdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you see, right? That's it. That's a that- <laughs> Well, you know, this is what Ebert
2: so I I'm going back to the Ebert review just a little bit because this, this is what kind of annoyed me about it. He said that this was a key scene that they left out of the movie. I'm jumping ahead a little bit because right, he, they get to the house. Bronson does like he goes in, but they don't show what happens when he goes into the house to break it to right. His family. Um, and uh, yeah, Ebert was like bagging on the movie for leaving that scene out. I he, love that, but I love yeah. that they didn't yeah. show that. Yeah, you know, it was because the obvious thing to do would be like, okay, follow them in, right? Watch this whole emotional experience, and then you come back out. But they never, they, they go, nope, we're gonna cut that out. Come, and then he's somber walking back to the car, yeah, and then yeah, you know,
0: go. you keep everything it works be better. Hard
2: because it's a new partner and you
0: know yeah yeah it works better that way you know yeah. that's why he that's why he was all like sitting in the car like fuck you know that's <laughs> yeah. that's the point of it <laughs> uh hurry up and drive faster damn it <laughs>
1: yeah. oh i love it
0: um um but uh then <laughs> then this motherfucker showed up at the funeral excuse me don't i know you do you
4: i'm laurie kessler haven't we met before? Have we? Maybe not.
1: Ugh, freak, dude. Do have we? Have we? Yeah. Do you? <laughs>
2: oh,
1: man. oh, I love
2: him. I just really believe that guy kills women because he's he hates women. Like I just yeah, you know, I, it's it, 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 an it, it's an effective
1: part. Spin, you know,
0: he's good. Yeah, and yeah, and it, it could have you know we may have gotten a little hint. Uh, that it started at a young age, you know, especially in that interrogation scene, which I got a clip of the interrogation scene because that's my second. Movie. That's my second favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, it is the 2nd oh, your right. uh, that's, that's
1: my first. Uh, What's your first? First is the end.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's my first. That's yeah, your
1: yeah, first. Yeah, okay. First, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. You're right.
1: Uh, I just, I just swap. I just swap you, them. you swap them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but um <laughs> the interrogation. Both a great song. <laughs>
0: But he kind of briefly mentions there, he's like, you know, because he knows his, pro. He, he, you know, Kessler read the profile of the guy and he's all like, when you were young, you, you know, opened up a window and threw a dead cat in there to get revenge. And he yeah. was like, well, I got punished. Well, you, yeah. you hurt a, a little girl when you were young and with yeah. a knife, you know, I
2: did my time. I went. Yeah. To, you know, yeah. 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 So there's
0: a hit there that even at a young age, he had issues. Yeah.
2: Uh, he was a psychopath. Yeah.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But uh, while he was at the funeral, he heard uh, about—I think it the girl's name was Betty. I'm not sure yeah, that, that uh, died, right? It was. Uh, that uh, she had a she had a diary of all the creeps that messed with her, or people she's dated, or phone calls she's got, yeah. and you know all this stuff. Oh, and yeah, so buddy. he's like, "Oh man, I gotta I gotta find this diary, man. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm you know I don't want to get caught." So, so he let's ends get up na- let's get naked. Let's get naked. <laughs> let's get naked. So he goes back to the her apartment. You know what's interesting? There's that shot of him with the white gloves and the suit and tie holding the kitchen knife. Yeah. And I was thinking of American Psycho for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Big time. Totally. Dude. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I- yeah. Brett Easton Ellis. We we got you on check. Dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll it's like,
1: we we'll see we'll what with you material. did. we we'll see what you did. Yeah,
0: it's just like, was he a fan of this movie? And uh, yeah. I mean, the director Brett, of Brett
1: might be like, actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah he, he loves uh, he loves uh, uh, exploitation. So, oh
0: well, then hell yeah, then, but yeah, that was the third first thing I thought of. I was like, man, this looks like American Psycho a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, it doesn't go well for uh, Betty's roommate. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he just naked over. Oh, so that no.
0: means that means he got naked while he was hiding in the closet. Then, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. he still had his clothes on when he was in the closet. <laughs> yeah, well,
4: she surprised him. Yeah.
0: So he just pulled the Superman. Just like yeah, whoop, He's you know, like
1: up. Oh, she's here. <laughs> time to time to strip.
0: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't go well for uh, uh, the roommate. But he finds the box that holds that held the diary, and the diary is not in there. So he's like, "Fuck!" So more bodies are being found. They're still investigating.
2: I love how it was and, a box with a that said "My Diary" on it. Yeah, and then yeah. you open the box, and there's no diary. <laughs> yeah, 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 It's like, why yeah. not? Why the person take it? Just take the box.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> it's kind of. Let's bad. see.
0: I think I had a. I thought I. Had, oh, here we go. I love this. I love this. Um, so they end up showing up, Kessler and his his boy end up showing up at uh, our villain's house, apartment and they go inside and I love this scene because he has the diary, Bronson does and he starts reading off the names that, you know, he's like, hey, you know this guy that dated her And and then this happens Good looking, but what a
3: creep Makes my skin crawl I told him to get lost Creep called me up again Creep asked me to the office picnic. I said I had a date. He said I was lying. That made me mad. I said I wouldn't go with him if he was the last man alive. You know who that
0: is? I'll give you a hint. You. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking great, dude.
4: (laughs) Okay,
1: that that might be my favorite line in the movie, though. So, this scene is... important because this is the first scene in the movie. And this is where I'll start making the argument early about the actual quality of this film, especially underneath the cheese. Cause we get some great cheese on top for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but the writing in that scene, as I was watching it the first time I went, no script would do that. No right here that's a complete rule break because he's suspecting it's him. He mm-hmm. would be cat. The cat and mouse would start right here. It would be right. asking questions and then you'd have him dodging. And then it would be, but they just go straight to the apartment and he just, in the greatest line ever, you, you know, it's like, it, it. it's, that is, begins a trend throughout the film where, where normal and typical sort of scripts and movies would go left. It goes right. And Mm -hmm. vice versa. It just keeps going. You, you keep going. Oh, okay. I know where this is going. Oh, wow. They went the total other way. So I think that's what's significant about this scene is it really sets the table like, Oh no, no, no. Where you think it's going to go, it's going to continually dodge that, which I I love. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, but, uh, getting some creepy phone calls also because uh betty was getting some creepy phone calls as well yeah, man, uh, from my, and uh, our boys here are trying to mask himself as uh <laughs> doing some espanol worst uh, he what? gives his,
2: he gives himself the name pedro and he, and he says in one phone call he goes that's that means peter i think that means like like dong well like, you yeah, know what of me? Like, this dick. yeah this yeah yeah'm yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, very uh
0: peter dude, and i i think it was he says my name's peter and i and, I, and, it, and it's a big one or something like that. He had a line like that later.
1: Oh, later in the,
0: in the I uh, thing. Must have
1: been half asleep at that part.
0: Yeah, But now Kessler's daughter is getting these calls. And she's kind of like worried. And she's, she, she's got some tips and stuff. She's actually kind of helping out in her own way uh, with the investigation with her dad and, and stuff like that. But now let's go ahead and get to uh, my second favorite scene yeah. in the film. No, I can't, I can't play, I had to cut it and chop it up. I can't play the entire sequence, but you guys have to watch this sequence in its entirety. (laughs) But it's fucking amazing, it's fucking brilliant, and uh, Bronson's the man, and it's hilarious as well at the same time.
3: When's the last time you made it with a girl, Warren? That's not Last week, last month. Last year, you never made it with a girl because girls won't have anything to do with you, but you get back at them, don't you? Betty and Karen and God knows how many more. I won't listen to your filth. I won't listen to this, Warren. Warren, do you recognize this? you ever see one of these before? What's it used for? What's the matter? Cat got your tongue? It's for jacking off, isn't it? And these pictures, you recognize the girls on the pictures, Warren? Look at them. Look at them, Warren. Look at them, Warren. Look at them. Warren. Look at them.
2: Look at him. God damn it. Look at him. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: This is
2: forward. Oh, my God. Check it out. It's like a, a weird, what? the world's like creepiest fleshlight, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, the, it's, it's the, like, the What is this? That thing? is a.
1: How does it
0: work? Yes. Oh, my you God. I, when I first <laughs> saw this movie many years ago, I, 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 you know, while they're, you know, first, when they first meet him in his apartment, <laughs> yeah. you know, brought. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh at. Uh, his partners kind of bullshitting with him while Bronson's sneaking around the house or looking around right. the apartment, and then and then he picks up the the item, said item, and That's he's true. looking at it like, "What the fuck is
4: this?" <laughs>
0: so that means he took it, you know, at some yeah, point. Uh, kind of basically that. fuck with him here, and it yeah. worked. It, it worked, funny. but I don't think anybody else could have did that that part. No, or said no. that line.
1: And no. and and, Br- and the way Bronson goes <clears throat> for it too, like he really really, really goes nuts. And, and it's just oh, it's just so great him shaking yeah. his head. Oh, it's just it, it's yeah. it is my favorite interrogation scene of all time. Yeah.
0: And it's it's legitimately well acted too though. Yes. On both parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the TA really like kind of like calm down Bronson. Yeah, Don't yeah. you know take it easy yeah. on this guy.
2: We'll, we'll blow the case. <laughs> Bronson can he can't he can't help it, man. He's gotta he's gonna oh, nail
0: man. This guy. Uh, So uh, Paul and uh, uh, Kessler's daughter—they're starting to get a little close now, and she invites him to her uh, party at her place. And he wasn't going to do it, but then, you know, she's been getting harassed uh, by our villain. So he's like, "Hey, you know, hey, let me let me come to your party, and maybe we can and uh, we uh, work something out and try to catch this dude." Uh, But here we go. This shot here, help me out, guys. Yeah, this one here.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that's one. <laughs> one of my favorite
0: scenes of the film.
2: Uh. <laughs>
0: this was fucking hilarious. Oh so, so good. At the party, he's all like he feel hears a woman getting yeah, she's Tony. screaming. Yeah. And he's like, Oh shit, someone's in trouble. And he comes in here and they're they're doing they're they're doing the deed. And what makes was the best thing about that scene? when well, he goes, carry on, he leaves, and then he looks at her, they just go right back at it. I <laughs> was like, yeah. that's part yeah. of the scene. So good. But uh, no, I had another photo that wasn't the one I wanted to click on. But um, I think um, it disappeared from here for some reason. But is, am I am I wrong? But the other girls that's with Kessler's daughter was that Kelly Preston? Yes. Yes. Okay, really young Kelly Preston, and yep. and the other girl was the girl from Michael Jackson's Thriller video. Yes, Oh, I didn't
1: catch that. Yes, the one in the shower. In the shower one. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. uh, uh, it's so I funny. I uh, yeah, uh, Kelly Preston, her, and then I I, I think those were the only two that uh, were notable. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, I was like, man, am I seeing things? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's at the party and. Uh, I gotta, I gotta give a little shout out here for the, uh, the, I'm going to give the worst dancer award to this gentleman.
2: That is legitimately, I love that party sequence, by the way. That's <laughs> legitimately how Jeff
1: looks when he dances. I'm not even No, This is my
2: move. This is my move. I always do the hands up. Yeah. You know, overbite. <laughs> it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Oh, but he was having a blast. I right. love him alone. Great. That was Dude, fucking hilarious. Nothing like a good okay. 80s dance scene. Yep. Yep. Nothing like it. Oh, man. Uh, but now... Um, see earlier they were able to, to match both voices, match the voice on the phone. Uh, cause, cause the, when, when he called during the party, <laughs> it did not work out. <laughs> it went South, uh, cause Kessler's daughter wasn't doing the greatest job of kind of playing along. And so he's like, something's not right. You know? So then he just kind of fucking loses it. Oh, right.
2: It. Yeah. It's, uh, it also, you know, what surprised me, uh, Samurai was like, <laughs> how vulgar it was, mm-hmm. like the thing that was saying yeah. that shocked me when I first saw it. Like yeah. It was he you was know, talking about, out. you know, I don't even know if you, I want to say it.
1: Sexy sumo is right. And it's funny. Yeah. You say that as I was, those words were coming out of my mouth about <laughs> Hades dancing. How could you not think of Crispin Glover? Uh,
0: he, he's the King. He gets the Chris award.
1: Smith. It's there's no yeah. better dance <laughs> than that. So yeah, you're right. You're
0: right. Good call. Uh, but yeah, they end up matching the voices. And that's when they brought him in the first time, and he got interrogated and stuff like that. But it wasn't enough to hold him, so they had to let him go. So Mister Mister Bronson is like, hmm, I'm gonna have to come up with another way. And he ends up he ends up kind of putting the putting that blood on um, our, our boys, uh, our villains' uh, clothes, and then bringing him in. And then they're you know, hey, we got legitimate proof now. Then they arrest them and all that, uh, and then we get this sequence right here.
3: We found some blood on your client's clothing. We're going to rebook him, murder one. What? See you at the arraignment. You dirty shit! He's lying. There was no blood on my clothes, and he knows it. You dirty shit! He's lying!
4: No! <laughs>
0: it's uh, so like you just want to do this to the guy.
2: Yeah. Just so. I right. love how fast Bronson yeah just
0: gets shuts,
4: shuts the door. door.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, I just he, this this guy is so good. Well, I I don't know Very if I don't know if do Saturday you have the scene coming
1: up with him and Andrew Stevens where he admits uh, it. That's a great
0: not the whole thing. Not that's the whole thing. I have a clip. That's there. another one of those weird, those crazy It's another one of those turns. Like, oh, this whole, man.
1: A, planning the blood is just a completely crazy thing. And then the best part is that his partner finds out. Yes, yeah, so the again, lawyer. The, you, you go, oh, in any movie, he's going to now get stuck because he's going to protect him because it's like his mentor. But he, uh, you know, but he goes to Bronson. Bronson tells the truth, yeah. which is hilarious. Doesn't try to hide it. Any movie, he would have been hiding it. Yeah. the other yeah. guy would have been helping him. But now,
0: why do, do you think he changed his mind after uh, this sequence right here? Yeah, you know, I went back
1: to the lab and I talked
0: to the technician,
1: and I asked him if you. And what the hell did you do that car? car?
0: Why didn't you ask
3: me?
1: Because I was afraid you might tell me you planted those blood stains.
3: Yeah, well, I did.
0: I, I love it. Did. I
1: love it. I did. I mean, come on. It's yeah. just he just tells him straight do, up.
0: Do you think um just he just cuz Paul's the rookie and he was just like, "You know what? I I I think he said to his daughter that he saw himself 20 years ago in the same position and he was like he would have did the same thing and told the truth." Yeah. And I think that's what made him do it. But I don't know. I, do I think
1: it's also sort of the spirit of it's kind of the spirit of Bronson, and it's the spirit of this of his character in this. Kessler is that I what I love is he's just unapologetically who he is. Yeah, there's a and fucking there's attitude. No there's no totally... changing or bending. I'll break the rules. Yeah. I'll I'll get in your you know. I'll I'll say the thing you don't think I'm gonna say. And it's mm. so casually done. So I think that's part of what it's just—that's who he is. Like, okay, his partner caught him. All right, yeah, I'll, t- I'll just tell you that I did. And you take, know, and he takes yeah. the consequences. And he takes the consequences. Never later,
0: he goes, "Eh, I did." I
2: was getting fired tonight. <laughs> you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, and he he yeah. he gets disgraced. He loses his job. I mean, there's no retirement plan now. He's kind right. of fucked. But I love this. Is another one of my favorite scenes. Bronson watching himself on TV. Yeah. He's
3: the one that belongs in jail. He's a disgrace to our system of law enforcement. He's a lieutenant. Come on. one Stacy says you should be in jail. Can we have, we have a comment? comment? Why don't you go <laughs> <and> fuck yourself? <laughs> I love
0: it. Why don't you go fuck yourself? I love it. I love it. But now we get a series of scenes where I was like, this movie's just surprising me. Uh, at every turn, because yeah. I'm not expecting this at all, and I just keep I keep smiling. I, I expected the villain to call and talk shit. Mm. You know, I, I everybody knows your piece of shit. I'm free now, and I might we may settle up at one point, right? right. I think he wasn't going to do anything. I honestly think he was just not going to fuck with Bronson and just let him go. I think he just wanted to instill fear in him yep. and go on his way. Yeah. I agree but uh the next couple of scenes after this is so fucking great but let's let's play the first clip here
2: so that's the right first there.
0: clip that's not the first clip okay, sorry. okay here's the first clip sorry hello how you doing mr kessler i told you what a dirty shit you are
3: now the whole world knows you tried to kill me i owe you for that be seeing you
0: mr kessler all right, so I expected that to happen. Yes, yes. What yeah. I was not expecting, and was like, I had a Joker smile, pretty much. Yeah. But the next couple of scenes is Kessler's like, you know what? I'm disgraced. I have no retirement money plan now. I'm fired. I'm gonna fuck with this dude. <laughs> it's not over. I'm gonna <laughs> well, fuck with this. Great, great.
1: The greatest. Yeah.
0: Dude, the first time I saw this many years ago, I did not see any of this coming. No, that's oh, no. Do, this gotcha. movie is yeah. ridiculously entertaining. It's yeah. so. And it just keeps going. Yes. Our it's boy goes back. Our, our villain goes back to his job. And of course, obviously, it's all awkward, right? Yeah. yeah. People were like, <laughs> like uh, weren't you on trial committed. for being a lady killer? But all right. Yeah, and uh, yeah. at some point, Kessler snuck in and put. all the images and photos of all the dead girls in the office to fuck with them. He goes in there. He's like, what the fuck? He's looking at it. And then he looks, he starts taking down the photos and ripping them up and throwing them away. And then he looks outside. And as soon as he looks outside,
4: (laughs) <laughs> I like,
0: he's just, oh, well, outside, uh, just looking at. It. I was like, this is the this is the greatest movie ever made. This is like so this good. is hilarious. Okay. And then he starts harassing him on the phone, yes, and stuff like that. Like this is, and then fucking with his apartment and all that. And that, and then our our, our guy here, our villain, he's had enough. He snaps. He's, he's had enough. He's time lost to
1: get naked. <laughs> <a horror. laughs>
0: time to get naked and he's like he's like yeah. he's, i'm going after you know i'm going after your daughter now you know and now you know the the, the fun and entertainment and the, all the laughs and and all that stuff gets really serious man yeah. and yeah. uh you know and i i love that about the film yeah, like, yeah. this is up this guy's fucking nuts like this at this point it was gonna yeah. in the movie i knew it was the shit was gonna get real like it was gonna get crazy and, uh I you know he's he's following him at night still and he uh our bo- uh, our villain picks up uh, a hooker they go to a, a hotel right and he puts her in the hotel but it's all uh it's all a ruse because he's setting up Bronson yeah you know so Bronson goes up there thinking he's gonna kill the hooker but he's gone and he's made his way back. to uh, Kessler's daughter's place uh, with her roommates and gets naked, like Darren said. (laughs) And uh, once Bronson realizes, holy shit, he fucking tricked me. I know where he is. He starts to try calling and it's just, he's like, don't open the door whatever you do, don't open the door, but it's too late.
4: Oh my god, don't open that door! Just
0: crazy yeah. intense stuff and it's like an
1: intense
2: finale just hard, hard to watch for sure just to yeah yeah
0: it and it's just again going back to what i was saying how well directed this whole entire sequence is and oh, a good it's... performance from our uh kessler's daughter as well as well like the just him walk she's hiding under the bed and he's, oh, oh, so he's slowly walking around the bed In other rooms, and all you see is bloody legs walking around, you know. And then eventually, yeah, Mm. slowly stalking. Like it's well directed, you know. Yes. And and, um, eventually he does find her. But what I love about Kessler's daughter, I mean, obviously she's scared out of her mind, as if anyone would be realistically. But she's like, she's like, fuck this! I'm fighting back. Fuck it. I mean, she even picked up the table at one point. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, now, be be honest. That jump scare because he he left the he left the room, you know, fooling her, thinking that he's you know he's he's gone. That's why she nonchalantly yeah, came out. Yeah. Be honest. Did that jump scare actually? Did you guys go ah like the first time yeah, you seen I, the movie? It <laughs>
1: totally got me. I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't see it coming. I really didn't. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like, I mean, it's it's a, it's a lot longer, more, dr- uh, dr- more dramatic lead up to the jump scare. But I just had to show a little clip there. Uh, but yeah, she's fighting back. I'm like, go ahead, fight back. Fuck that dude up, man. And then, now we get to our finale. And I am so happy that she got extremely far away. And the director made it clear that she had a really big head start on the guy. Because this motherfucker is snapped, he doesn't care anymore, and he's booking it, man. We're talking, he is running his ass off. The actor obviously had to be in shape for this role. He is running full speed, not giving a fuck after her. So I'm so happy that they kind of established that she's far ahead. Otherwise, he would have caught her like, as soon as he ran around the corner. That that would have been the end of the movie, right? Yeah. Uh, But of course, Charles Brunson, you know, I, I can teleport. That's right. Yeah, he teleports for sure. Can teleport and uh, get in front of them when it matters. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, But yeah, this is a great, uh, a great lead up to one of the best endings to a film, in my opinion. We're gonna talk about it right right. here. Now. What
1: a shot.
0: Now. I know, right? B- great directing. Great yep. directing. Solid. Uh, great right direct- but- I
1: mean, really, when you go, not to cut you off, but... Oh, no, go ahead. The whole, this whole finale, usually a finale, what's pretty, that's, again, another reason where I think 10 to Midnight, obviously, was just so, so, so underrated um when it came out, is usually in a finale, if you're lucky you get a good finale that sort of sustains for a decent amount of time but usually it sort of ebbs and flows and it's if you that's if you get a good one and you and you're lucky this finale really just goes 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 the the, the that whole slasher sequence with the girls those deaths are brutal like you were saying that whole stocking part in the bedroom that directing was amazing then they trick you with the jump scare. Now you get the chase. Then the reveal of Bronson. I mean, truly, it's like, uh, yeah, the swoosh. Yeah. <clears throat> but it really is uh, just that's as, how it always
0: sounds when nice show yes, up.
1: It's the swoosh, exactly. Yeah. But boy, what if what a third act? Just that a wasn't finale.
0: a that wasn't a sound effect. That was just me.
1: <laughs> that was me. Uh,
0: but let's go ahead and talk about. The the, the 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 thing everyone remembers with this movie is the finale i watched a a a bronson documentary i think it was on it was a pretty good documentary i think it was on amazon prime and i think it mentioned that uh, it was either his relatives or his daughter or somebody they mentioned that they they hated the ending they hated it because, you know, everybody wants and I'm sure all the critics and everybody else hated it, too, because yeah. everybody wants to see the good guy get the bad guy and win and yay and right off in the sunset with Grace Kelly. Uh, right. But um I think at this point, this is a fuck it moment. Yeah. And I like when movies you yeah. can have your. there's nothing wrong with having a happy ending. Yeah. You know, uh, there's nothing wrong with dropping Hans Gruber from the top of the building and, you know, going away with your wife and the wife punches, knocks out the asshole yep. and the reporter. Yep. There's n- absolutely nothing wrong with that. But uh, once in a while, it's good to have the fuck it moment movies. <laughs> there's a yeah. movie out there called um, Born to Fight. And it's a mm. Thai action flick. And it's a small, uh, you know, small native village, and you have these uh, Olympians that go over there, these sports athletes that go over there to kind of, uh, you know, share share some of their, you know, food and goods and stuff like that, and kind of spend time with the natives and do like good, good do good deeds, right? But all of a sudden, they get invaded by um, these bandits. And so people are getting shot and attacked. This poor native, small, defenseless uh, little little village, and these Olympic athletes that are like stuck in the middle of it. And then at some point, they said, "Fuck it, fuck it. We're, we have to fight back, even if we die. And most likely, we probably will die. But they all, even everybody, came together and was like." Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, and then you root, then you root for them. You're like, kill these motherfuckers. Get them. Fuck it. (laughs) And you know, sometimes it's good to have fuck it movies. And this was a fucking ending. And I think what people forget is at this point with Kessler's character is he's disgraced. Yeah. There's no career for him. He he's most likely not gonna get a job anywhere else in law enforcement. He's right. pretty much probably banished. Right. He has nothing to, else to live for, and this dude almost killed his daughter.
1: Right. Right. Well, and right. what what the villain showed too, which is what what makes him a a formidable villain is he's very clever, and he is outsmarting the police. Right. He outsmarted Kessler. And, you know, he's crafty. He's figuring out how to get around the law. And he's already shown he can get to his daughter. Right. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like, you know, leading up to the moment, the second the police. Because the first time I saw it and the police show up, I go, okay, he's going to shoot him before the police come. And then the police grab him. And yep. I remember I'll never forget thinking, oh, man, he's just going to get arrested. I, I wanted him like kind of like you said, too. He's so hateable the whole movie mm-hmm. yeah. that you just want to see him get it. And it's like when you and, and so the first time you watch it, when you're seriously you're going, oh, the cops got him. All right, fuck it. We're not you know, we're not going to get that satisfying ending. And OK, so I mean, that's where I was at the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. When what happens happens, I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, just because what movie would have the balls to end that way? I mean, there I just, it is. There oh, it is. I, you said it. Yeah. Balls.
0: Yeah, Movies ball. with balls. We need yeah, more yeah. of that. Yeah, I, and unfortunately, yeah. the critics from the '80s were offended by balls. <laughs> <laughs> balls. Oh God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it, it would have betrayed. Ahead, yeah. yeah, it totally would have betrayed. His character,
1: yeah, because yeah. like
2: you said before, they set it up to where he was making all these fuck it decisions the entire the whole film. movie, yeah. It yeah. also goes to show you that this movie was not trying to give you a hero as a hero, this was a kind of anti hero oh, yeah. character
3: leaned but in. I, yeah, but
2: I saw a lot of reviews, especially modern day ones looking back at this film from, from film review, even favorable ones that were like, you know, this might be a little weird because. They you know, in the '80s, they looked at these people as heroes, and I was like, I don't know if that was the—that's not the character in this film. It, you know, he's—you he's, know—obviously not hateable. You know, he's not like you yeah. loathe him or something. He's
1: but, flawed, but and he, but hes and he,
2: flawed, in, yeah. in a really deep way. Well, and it makes and it
1: interesting because, like, you're talking—you know—you have—they live on, the action heroes can live on a spectrum. You were talking right. about John McClane. It's like you've got John McClane, who's this pretty virtuous guy. Mm -hmm. um and karmically he's sort of uh you know he's trying to do the right thing he's trying to make his marriage work he's trying to you know uh, he's a hard-working guy and then ultimately karmically he sort of gets you know it's it is that very i mean what's a more satisfying ending than die hard right but with you know, but he's not an anti-hero. No, right? no. he's no, like
2: the hero of heroes. Right. R- right. So the but, but
1: then you've got Bronson in this. <laughs> yeah. There's no one watching this movie thinking, oh, as it ends, everything's going to go great for Bronson now. <laughs> right. You know, like, he, like, he, oh, oh, that's the life I want. It's like it's a kind of a tragedy. But totally. yeah. there is something about the spirit that's just that's at the other end of the spectrum of an action hero where you just it's it's complete. Uh, it's just complete pure bad injury you know i mean, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know yeah, yeah. He doesn't
2: have it ends up you know kind of getting rid of his bad trait or overcoming right. it There's it's no like arc. he leans into it by yeah, the end you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah. so, like, you know fuck this dude and i right? and
0: i've heard i've heard some people say oh that was such a downer ending you know what would have been a downer ending yeah him not killing yes. the guy no. and letting him go to jail and then credits can you yeah, imagine? It
1: would have been. I would. I. It would have blue been blue balls.
0: We would all just, had uh, blue, blue balls. balls.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the real life. I feel like
2: for me, yeah. where it's like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? And and then I would have all that conflict afterwards, and feel like I should have done something, but I did the right thing. Doing the right thing is, you know, hard to do a lot of times. That's that, so You know, but he's just so old and tired. That it's ending, like, you know, fuck he, fuck right, man. Like
1: <laughs> that. That ending is. it it sums up the fun uh, because it's a, this is what I would call a fun movie top to bottom. Yeah. And that's what can be the power of, of fun cinema like this Mm -hmm. is that you go, if anyone's dealt with the justice system in real life, like most people have to some degree or another, um, we have to a large degree, uh, because of something that happened in our family, real life justice system is slow. It's, it, it, it's very, uh, it's very painful. It's very grueling. And as we, we all can think of a million instances where you go, gosh, justice was served the best way possible, but boy, it doesn't feel good, but Hey, that's the law. That's the fun of cinema like this is that yeah. you yeah. get to enjoy that it's a cathartic moment at the end because yes. you yeah. don't get to see it's Bronson saying fuck it it's the it's mm-hmm. the character but it's the director it's the writers and the studio that said fuck it let's go for it and that spirit is. Is it, again, you wouldn't want it in every movie. It wouldn't work for every no, story no, or every no, character, not. you know. No, no, no. But, but when it, but there's yeah, a, there's you a, know. a
2: space for it. You know, absolutely I mean, we should yeah. be enjoying it. Yeah. You know, not every yeah. movie has to be as solemn as you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pick any, you know, Oscar yeah. winner of the last yeah. twenty years. Yeah, or something. <laughs> you know what I mean.
0: Um, but yeah, the first time I saw this, I was like, "Yep, that's about right." <laughs> I was like, "Yep, that's about right." But here's the—we the, got to show the clip. We got to show oh, oh, yeah, this, yeah. Is a so, sum, this is just some. This is just some of it. This is not the entirety of it. Uh, but uh, only Bronson could pull it off.
3: I tried to keep you from running loose. Now there are three more dead girls. You drove me to it. That blood on my clothes, digging into my personal life. It's my life. All oh, those girls. You sick son of a bitch. I am sick. I am sick. I didn't know what I was doing. It's like something was happening and I couldn't control myself. Why else would I kill girls I don't even know? I hear voices telling me what to do. Once it begins, I can't stop. go ahead. Arrest me. take me in. You can't punish me. All you can do is lock me up, but not forever. One day I'll get out. One day they'll get out. That's the law. That's the law. That's the law. And I'll be back. You'll hear from me. You're the whole fucking world. No, we won't. <laughs> no,
4: we won't
1: so good. Oh man, come no, on. Seriously, yes. I am not yes.
0: really. How um, did you like uh, me teleporting to the other side of the dimension? I shot him on the other side of the screen there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh yeah, it's, oh, it's so good. It's man. phenomenal. Oh, no, we won't. phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. So good. And um I, let, I, I before got, we before yeah. I think everyone watching will will already know what we are what we're going to give uh our verdict at the end. I'm sure everybody knows. No, you don't know. Uh man. but but before we do that, my theory on canon. Yeah. I feel that this could be a really especially on your uh, uh your podcast and stuff like that. And I'm sure you guys could talk for hours on your end too about canon and, and stuff like that. And Jeff was wearing a badass Canon shirt not too long ago, representing hey, but, I want yeah. I want a Canon shirt too. But I I feel that, that yeah. there's there's two sides, and there's the people that say that bash canon, and then there's people that appreciate canon for the entertainment that it's given us. Yeah. yeah. I personally feel there's more fans for canon now. Yeah. Than when canon was out.
1: Yeah. Like making oh, yeah. movies
0: Ooh. in the eighties. Uh, you know, sometimes movies and genre films sometimes they take a while to. Uh, to find an audience, you know, but there's way more fans for Canon films now than I feel back then. But I've heard a lot of people say this. They say, "Um, well, you know, Chuck Norris was this, this close to becoming a huge superstar, just as popular as Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he just had to take that Canon contract. I've heard people say that. Charles yeah. Bronson, he just had to do the Death Wish sequels, he just had to stick with yeah. Canon, he got over with Death Wish. He was a household name everywhere, but he just had to take his career with Canon. I hear that a lot, people that kind of bash Canon, and they, they feel like actors making tons of movies in the 80s during the Canon era. Has has ruined. Oh, Stallone! Stallone was right up there with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but nope, he had to go make over the top, and he had to make Cobra. You know, that's what people say. This is debatable. That's why I'm just bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But the thing is, is I I can see their side of it uh, because a lot of a lot of canon movies were small budget and stuff like that, and a lot of movies were kind of rushed out of the door. You know. And there was a lot of bad decisions, <laughs> you know. Let's put a, a lot of money in Masters Universe and the, and Superman Four, and <laughs> we didn't, you know, get that money back. Uh, but I I look at Canon. I have so much love for Canon. Yes. And the crazy thing yeah. is, is a lot of you could say, well, their careers dipped. I I kind of beg to differ. Yeah. Well, uh, when you think of Chuck Norris, I think of action. I mean, think of Invasion UXA. Yes. Invasion USA. I think USA. of this. I think I'm yeah.
1: missing an in action. Invasion USA yes. is number the first one, I think.
0: Delta of. Force. Yeah.
1: Delta Force. You know,
0: you know, I I think of all these movies. And I think people that love Chuck Norris now yeah. and they are experiencing a lot of Chuck, like new younglings of today, they're experiencing Chuck Norris movies. Yeah. They're watching a lot of the Canon films. Yeah, man. Yeah. Look at cool. how much love Death Wish Three and Four and Two get, you know, now. <laughs> Well, They're canon like, movies.
2: That's like my love for Bronson. My, the, my love for Bronson does not come from seventies Bronson, although I love seventies Bronson. It yeah. comes from canon Bronson. Yeah, Jay Lee Thompson yeah. Bronson. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where I
1: feel like. Oh uh, man, I, I love seventies Bronson so too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that but that seventies Bronson favorites. is its own. It, that's its, its own, own flavor. I mean, yeah. you know, no. hard times. Uh, uh, so and 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 uh, you but know, canon can Bronson. Those are two. It's different kinds of badass, but you know what I would say to that is that you know, look, Arnold, Arnold ruled the um, the mainstream mm-hmm. uh, a- action movies of the '80s. Uh, certainly, uh, Stallone did too. Yeah, uh, and then and then yeah, obviously, then you had. You know, you had your Van Dams and, and Seagal's mm-hmm. and things too, but but I, I look at it, you know, go to the top. The top is, I mean, Arnold, there just, just Ar- was no yeah. bigger, right? Right. Yeah. right, right. But I love all of those films. I mean, mm-hmm. I love Commando what? as yeah, much yeah. as I love uh, Predator as much That's as I, like like mm-hmm. <laughs> Ra- I love Raw Deal. I yeah, love yeah, yeah. Raw Deal. You know, Raw Deal. Running Man. Running Man. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so that's the thing. That's kind of what we were talking about earlier about the, the weird part of critics wanting everything to be um, you know, everything should have a message. It's like, you know, I was, I think of when I think of like a movie like hotel Rwanda, right. I, where it's like that movie literally uh, had me in tears to the point where, I mean, it was, it was a movie that rocked me. I mean, at a very core level that I'll never forget. And certainly that's the kind of story that has a message and has an unbelievable story and it makes you examine humanity and it does all these things. That's that kind of a film, you know? Uh, and, And Arnold ruling the, literally ruling the movie universe those were that kind of film, and and those movies are amazing. And then you, yeah. of course, you know, you Die Hard. You know Bruce Willis being at that sort of echelon. Right. Yeah. But there's that's the beautiful thing about movies and and cinema is that there's room for that, and then there's yeah. room to go through. I look at the Canon catalog, and it, it, I I literally see a treasure trove. You it's know, insane. I just know, Really? I mean, when you go enter the ninja, and so you go, many. I mean, it's just endless. I know, I know. And
0: it brought us ninjas.
1: It, well, and I, ninjas
0: yeah. would not be popular here in yeah. America.
1: Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and, you and, know. You
2: know in a weird way, it also brought us the look of Terminator 2. And I'll tell you why. The Canon group, the, the brothers, they, brought, they took a, uh, it was an Israeli cinematographer. His name was Adam Greenberg. And he, he had done a bunch of films in the, I think the set, like a lot in the 70s and stuff and had a pretty solid career going. And then hooked up with the Canon group, like in 78 with a movie called Lemon Popsicle. Yeah. And that got him in the Canon door. Now he starts doing Canon movies and um, in 80, uh, he did the Terminator.
4: Mm. And,
2: but at, before he did the Terminator, he did 10 to Midnight. Ooh. which was really awesome. So wow. he went on to do, and he ended up directing, I'm sorry, doing cinematography for Terminator 2 Judgment Day and got a, a, an uh, Academy Award nomination for wow. The cinematography. Wow. And also did one of me and Darren's favorite movies, bad, our, one of our favorite bad movies, actually, that we forgot about, written and directed and starred by, can you guess what it is? No. Emilia Westevich. Of- that's wisdom
1: wisdom he did the cinematography oh, for wisdom my God.
2: and we might have to about that one wisdom is another not. day we need to do
1: if you haven't seen i've never wisdom, heard of that one. One. I've, never heard
0: of, I've never heard of wisdom oh samurai we gotta talk, we're we're talk gonna, after we're done you're here. gonna blow your mind okay okay, okay. All, right. All, right. All, right. all right awesome we gotta, yeah, we gotta, gotta give
1: a shout out to Paul greenberg on yeah that one. no that's nice Legend. no i i think i that's the beauty of of film and and oh i'm sorry i'm sorry real quick yeah
2: he also did snakes on a plane. I'm oh, sorry, there you go. I had to throw there that one out go. there. And Rush Howard.
1: But yeah, there's ro- yeah. there's room to, to. That's my be my yeah. thing against that argument. I love the, the the mainstream sly. You know, it's yeah. I, I, I love I love Rocky, but I uh, over the top. I've watched more than I've watched Rocky. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I love Rocky Four. I love Cliffhanger. I'm. Uh, you know, I, I love Tango and Cash. Uh, I love Cobra. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, that's, that's, it's nice to have that. I mean, and then, I don't know. There's just something about the aesthetic. Like you said, with some time, now going through that Chuck Norris catalog, yeah. Charles Bronson catalog, there's man, so I, I just think it's just I, endless.
2: I think what you're saying is there's a, there is Shawshank Redemption, right. and then there's Escape plan you know what i mean it's like i love shawshank and i can watch shawshank like but i can't watch shawshank all the time right but i can watch yeah. escape Plan any right you put that movie on at any point i'll watch the rest of the movie you know what i mean well and
1: that's kind of my thing with like you know you bring up like it's a good movie yeah well and going back to like even like a, like like i said like a hotel rwanda i'll never forget the profound experience that movie had i remember schindler's list yeah, yeah schindler's list yeah. but but I, but I can never, I don't think I could ever watch that movie ever again because yeah, it's, right. I, and I don't need to. I don't need mm-hmm. to because of what, you know, the impact it had. Whereas, you know, that, look, and that, and that's all just a taste thing. You know, I just yeah. lean yeah. towards the fun element. You know, that just, I love yeah. the roller coaster ride. And that's mm-hmm. 10 to midnight. That's what it does. I mean, it's just a really unique roller coaster that if you haven't seen it, it it's just uh it's it's so fun because it just turns in directions you're just not going to see coming.
0: Yes, yeah. very well said, very well said. And you, and and also very well said about the canon uh, films being a treasure trove, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. just actual good classics and good bad. <laughs> there is a thing of good bad movies. But yeah. the thing is is like <laughs> and bad bad and of course is there. But the thing is, is like you can't just say, "Well, all well, canon films are trash; they only make bad movies." I'm like, "Oh yeah," because you know, there's absolutely no bad movies that come out of Universal. <laughs> there's absolutely no trash <laughs> yeah, exactly. that comes from Warner Brothers. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, there's one, trash one, with every company. Yes.
2: One, one, one more little point about uh, 10 to Midnight* that I absolutely love. and it's the very first thing you get is that credit sequence in the beginning. I'm a huge credit sequence yeah. fan, as I'm sure a lot of other people are who love movies. And like, you know, I was a kid watching Pulp Fiction for the first time, and that that credit sequence is just since. Is, is that a lost
0: art? Is that a lost art?
2: It is. It is. It is. It is. Uh, and I yeah. love the Woody Allen ones that are just very simple, but it just got a, it's got a flavor. You know what I mean? That's really good. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. I, and this one, uh, Ten to one. Midnight, was great with that red yeah. blocky letters, yeah. and, and then you, and then. Yeah, you get that moves all the yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really, yeah. really yeah. cool. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the soundtrack. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was a blast. But let's go ahead and give our verdict. Before we give our verdict, uh, I did a, a quick little bootleg poll here to, to see what the public oh, cool. thought. If they agreed, if they agreed with the 40% out of 100 critics score on Rotten Tomatoes, let's see Ooh. if they agreed with that. No! They do not agree. There you go. Yeah. Hey. hey. Yeah. Oh. There you go. There you go.
2: By the way, Samura, I showed this film to my mom. Uh our mom. <laughs> maybe
0: maybe, maybe
2: like she... a month ago. Oh, my <laughs> God. is she
0: still is she still angry she with going, you?
2: She was going Jeffrey, turn this off. What is this? <laughs> this is. Ah! I, was like, I was like, Mom, no, it's good. Just keep me hanging with it. Oh I don't even God. know why I showed it. To
1: you traumatized program. poor mom. <laughs> <laughs> poor poor yeah. mom. Yeah, but it's all good though. My it's girlfriend all good. loved but, uh, it. Yeah.
0: But Jeff, Darren, do you do you agree? 40 percent should it be higher than forty percent out of a hundred?
1: Think the let's see. I got to do this backwards. It's yeah, hard. What, the, are you, what are you doing? I'm trying to show. There we go. Oh yeah. The, I think the poster on my wall, yeah, sure, should uh, should give the answer there. It's, uh, yeah, Ten to Midnight is is, uh, it's just one of my all time favorite genre films. It's just such a fun movie. I, I mean, yeah, yeah I, 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 think it's very underrated. I think, yeah, look, if you don't get, if you don't get B, B movie stuff, if you if it's not your flavor. Okay, maybe you'd miss it, but there really is what is unique about it is I think you you got uh, you get the B movie fun stuff, but there's some really good craft going on, and you kept pointing yeah. it out, Samurai mm-hmm. Jay Lee Thompson, man, like yeah, he just dude. his directing is it's fantastic in it. So there really yeah, is and something, cinematography. Yeah, yeah, cinematography and acting. Um, and even, and I would say Wardrobe too. I love the clothes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, and dude, I, dude, Bronson was a pimp. Do you remember that, uh, that scene in the, uh, there was, I think uh, maybe an autopsy room. He was wearing that all black. No, no. It was when he comes to the Betty's house. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah whoever yeah, yeah. get after they get yeah. murdered. He looked like such a pimp.
1: But I, and I'd say if you were new to Bronson, it's not a bad primer. It's not a bad right. one to go in because it really, it's got the one liners. It's got the. Classic scenes, and it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're 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 big uh, uh, Ten to Midnight fans here, that's for sure. There you go,
0: and you are you, you guys already know Samurai's verdict. Come on now, oh yeah, forty percent out of a hundred is insane. Uh, but yeah, it needs to be higher than that. Uh, but yeah, this was always a blast talking with you guys, and I think I think me and both of you are in the same camp out there that we have an open mind for all kinds of genre films and, and genres in general. Uh, and we give everything a chance, big budget to 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 no budget, yeah. micro budget. We all because we love cinema, and I think we're all in the same camp where we love that Top Gun Maverick. Jeff's wearing that shirt representing. We what love Top Gun Maverick, yeah. but then we also love Iron Eagle Three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you notice I said. <laughs> three. <laughs> three. Oh, there's a big difference between three and one. So yeah. <laughs> no, three three's good bad. Three's good yeah, bad yeah, it, I, it, that's I the love qu- the first movie too. It's good that's it's fun the equivalent shit. of going,
1: Oh, I like Death Wish, and you go, uh, but do you like Death Wish four? Or Death yes. Wish 5. Death now, five yeah, yeah. That, That's a whole <laughs> other league. Or of three. three yeah. Or even three. Oh. <laughs> well, true. this
0: was a blast. Always an honor to have you guys here. Uh, before we wrap it up here, uh, anything you'd like to say to your followers?
1: Uh, September 14th, The Retaliators is in theaters. If you go to retaliatorsmovie.com uh you're it's geolocated the city you live in will pop right up uh uh, so get your tickets they're available for pre-sale and uh i if you haven't seen the trailer go on youtube and check it out and then we're on instagram uh at the
0: gear brothers there you go there you go and I put their information in the description box below, guys, so you can follow them. And wow. and they're, they're going to be coming back to the channel. They're regulars now. It's like oh, yeah. this is their second home. So you can't get oh, rid of us. Yeah, samurai. Oh man, but hey, thank all of you guys for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. All that good stuff. If you're new here, and uh, a lot of more good content coming. You guys fucking rock, and uh, we will see you guys on the next one. Take care.